0: Right to be read podcast, episode number 22. Interview with Jim Cookrell.
1: You are listening to the Right to be Read podcast. And this is your host, Ani Alexander.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Right to be Read podcast, the podcast that inspires and encourages writers. I'm your host, Annie Alexander. And today we have a very interesting interview with Jim Kukrell. But before we start that, I would like to remind you that you can get very useful writer resources at my website com/free. So getting back to Jim, Jim Kukrell is a 16-year-old international marketing professional, who was recently named as one of the most influential small business people on Twitter. Jim also serves as a program faculty member for the University of San Francisco's internet marketing program, where he teaches classes to students around the globe on the topic of internet marketing, entrepreneurship and social media. In addition, smallbiztrends.com chose Jim as one of the 100 top small business influencers online. Hello, Jim. Uh, welcome to the Right to Be Read podcast. I'm really happy to have you here.
1: I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you. Uh, so um, since you're the big marketing expert and you know about the book market and the book marketing a lot... I would prefer to concentrate on those topics for the interview.
1: We can do it. we can do whatever you'd like.
0: Thanks a lot. So uh, as far as I know, um, many people have problems writing the book from the start until the end. But those who manage and those who self publish later on get disappointed because they end up with very low sales figures, their book is not visible. And uh, they don't know what to do from that point on. What would you suggest uh, to those who are just starting What they should prepare in advance in terms of marketing before they're launching their
1: book? Well, I've always said that you should market your book the minute you have the idea for the book. And that means doing things like going on social media and asking friends and associates, here's the book I'm thinking of writing. (laughs) You know, um, here's what I think I'm going to call it. I do this for every single book I put out. I go to facebook and twitter and i say here's the next book i'm gonna write here's what it's gonna be about what do you think and i get tons of feedback and they say well jim that's great maybe you should add this or maybe you should do this so i'm kind of like crowdsourcing the content of my book ahead of time then i'll actually even go as far as um crowdsourcing the title of the book and the cover i'll have the cover done and i'll the cover. I'll put multiple examples of the cover online and I'll say, which cover do you like better? Which tagline and subtitle do you like better? And I'll crowdsource the entire thing before I even write a chapter. All right. Now, the point of this is I'm pre-educating people about the book that I'm going to write. So it's marketing before I'm even writing the book. And one of the worst things you can do is just as a salesperson is just try to throw something in front of somebody that they've never heard of before, because you have to educate people about it. Right? So when you educate your audience ahead of time, then when the day comes for it's when it's time for you to, for them to purchase it, they go, Oh yeah, I know that I already needed that or I'm already, I've been excited about that. And that's a big stepping stone to first starting to getting your book going. And the other great thing about it is this, you get an audience of people who get excited for it because they're like, wow, this has been coming. This is something you've been talking about for six months or a year. And I remember you talking about that. So, and the other, the biggest thing about that is it motivates you as well as the author because now it's real. Instead of just an idea in your head, it's something you put out there and now you have to deliver. And that kind of puts a little bug in the back of your head that says, boy, I better get this thing done or I'm going to kind of look like a fool if I don't ever release it.
0: Uh huh, I see. And uh, to what extent are you listening to the feedback and changing things along the way? Do you accept all kind of feedback? Or I mean, you you certainly put some limits up to what you're ready to change the initial ideas or the cover or the title or whatever, no?
1: Well, let's put it the I write nonfiction books. Okay, so it's a little bit different than somebody writing a vampire book or a romance book. Okay. Um, However, You know, are you you have to go back to the question you have to ask yourself, why are you writing the book? Is it for your own personal enjoyment and, you know, ego to have a book out there? Then that's fine. Do whatever you want. But if you are in business to write a book, to get sales, to get customers from it, then you better write a book that people want to read. And that means talking to people ahead of time and finding out what they're interested in. And what's hot and looking at research and trends and seeing what's selling. You know, big mistake I see a lot of authors make and is going out there and writing a book that nobody wants. I get a lot of people who come to me and they're like, Jim, I wrote a book on 17th century French poetry. And I said, that's wonderful. I'm glad you wrote that book. But there's probably 200 people in the world who really want that book, not 2 million." So they're disappointed when it doesn't sell because there's no audience. So think, as, think of writing as a, 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 a reason for why you're doing it. Are you writing it for your career? Do you want to have a book that's going to make you look more credible and help you get better jobs or speaking gigs? Are you writing a book that, needs, that, is, that you want to sell or a series of books that you think you can sell and make a lot of money as an author? You have to decide why you're writing the book first and then, and then go down that path.
0: Hmm. I see. Uh, so um, once you crowdsource all the ideas and end up, let's say, presumably with the ideal book that people are uh, waiting to read, uh, what are the next steps you go ahead with?
1: Well, all the way along that way, you should be, uh, you know, engaging with your audience on social media and telling them about how you just wrote this chapter and you know giving them updates and aggressively trying to drive those people into your social media channels and your email signup list. You should have an email list on your website that people can get on because think about this. When your book's finally done, you're going to want to send out a note to everyone who you contacted over the last six months or three weeks or whatever and say, hey, it's ready for purchase now. So you want to aggressively build an email list of people, even if you only end up with a 100 Signups on it. Who cares? That's a hundred people that you can click a button to that sends a, a message directly into their inbox, where some you might get a hundred sales right off the bat. It's that important.
0: Okay, so um, the the main thing to get the emails of those people. Do do you let's say, well, maybe it's not the exact word, but do you bribe them somehow to to capture their emails?
1: That's the word that most people seem to understand, but, you know, it's an ethical bribe, right? So this happens every single day. You know, you go online and somebody says, join our – or enter to win a Kindle Fire and, you know, all you have to do is give us your email address or here's a free ebook, and you give us your email address. So it's not technically a bribe, but essentially the concept is, yes, you want to give them something of value. You have to remember, people don't want more email. They get enough email and you have to give them a reason to want to be on your email list. Um, so you you might offer a free bonus chapter. Um, one of the things I'm doing with my new book Go Direct is uh, I give you an audiobook version of the book as well as the digital PDF copy of the book. Um, so you got to think about what you can give them in addition, right? Again, let's go back to. Everyone needs to be a marketer nowadays. Everybody needs to be a salesperson. The days are gone where everyone will just a publisher or somebody's just going to market your stuff for you. It's all about you being aggressive and being able to uh, sell what you have and build your brand and get the word out about it. So you all have to, you all have to figure out ways to do that. And it's not that hard really with the technology and the internet and the social media that we have today.
0: Yeah, well, I think they just have to be eager enough to do that and to dedicate enough time for that and be consistent, because uh, many think that writing the book is is uh, what they are supposed to do. And that's all. But these days, if they want to sell that book, writing the book itself is is just not enough. Even if the book is perfect, uh, you know, it, it will be lying there uh, somewhere on Amazon, not quite visible, and people will not even know that it exists. So it doesn't work anymore like that. You you know, you don't have the priv- unless you're a very, very famous writer, you don't have this privilege of just writing books and not doing anything else. So So I guess, uh, and many, I think, need some support and some resources for that. And I know that you provide those. Can you tell a bit about your services for writers you provide?
1: Well, anyone can sign up and learn about how to market their books at my website, authormarketingclub.com. We have free training there, uh, free tools and free learning. There's over 30 hours of videos, uh, recordings that will show you how to do everything from how to launch your book like an internet marketer or a Hollywood studio, how to upload your book to Amazon, um, you know, great presentations that talk about the reasons you're not selling any books, how to write better sales descriptions. There's a lot involved in marketing your book, as you mentioned. And AuthorMarketingClub.com provides free uh, information for people who want to learn how to do this stuff. We also have a paid membership as well, which includes a lot of really wonderful tools that you can use to make your book uh, sell better and get the word out. So there's lots of information out there, not just my site. You can go to all other places online. The the point is is that you can do it yourself. You can be successful if you write your book and you put the effort in. And it's going to take some work. But the opportunities there, it's not like it was in the past where you had to go through a publisher or a gatekeeper and somebody rejected your book. Now you can do this on your own and you have a chance like everyone else. And every single day, a new author pops up that hits, hits amazing success. Sometimes it takes 10 years. Sometimes they get lucky on the first try. It's probably going to take longer, but you can do it. You do have the opportunity. So I would suggest that you go out there and give it a try.
0: Yeah. You never know how it will be until you try, right? So uh, it's, you know, it's worth trying at least.
1: Well, let me tell you a story about that. So I had lunch with uh, a girl, a woman the other day who writes a blog on gardening and she's not an author, but she, we got to the discussion of authors and she told me, you know, I have to tell you the story. She said, my mom has been writing romance books for the last 10 years. And she's been rejected uh, countless times from publishers and agents. And when this Kindle stuff started, I told my mom, I said, why don't you let me take some of your books and put them up on Amazon and let's just see what happens. And And she said, my mom went crazy. She said, absolutely not. I don't want to do that. I want to go through a traditional publisher. That's the way that I want to do it. So the girl waited a couple of years and then she said, you know what, I'm going to do it without my mom's permission. And she took two of her mom's books out, out of her drawer, uh, retyped them up, and, and put covers on them and put them on Amazon. First, the mom went crazy because she said, I didn't, want, I didn't want this to happen. Guess where she is today? She's making five figures a month. She has 10-plus romance books on Amazon, and she has an entire she's, – she's a 70-year-old lady. And she's she's able, she's able to completely quit her job and retire, is making more money now every month than she made in three months, and and is now retired, living off the money that she's making from her Amazon books, just putting them out there. And this is a story that I hear every single day. It's The opportunity is amazing, but to your point, if you don't try, if you don't go out there and try to make something happen, you will never have the chance.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I think that uh, traditional publishers, uh, if you get rejections from traditional publishers, it doesn't mean that your book is not good enough or that no. that it won't be selling later on. So I always tell this, I, I, I even wrote a blog post recently, uh, mentioning a very famous authors who got lots of tons of rejections and at the end they they are making uh, millions of sales so um, it it, it, it doesn't mean anything specific. Uh, maybe it just means that the, the person who read in the publishing house was not the right person who should read your book, maybe. I don't know. But uh, absolutely, uh, the truth is that, you know, if, if you've written a book and you've got rejections from different places, you can try something else also. Now you have the alternative to, to self-publish.
1: Absolutely. Go out there and give it a try. You never know what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, can you, uh, since you, you're an expert in that, can you mention the specific points like the book title and book cover the elements which are very crucial, besides the manuscript, which may be perfect and professionally edited, which are the other components which impact a lot on on, uh, the success?
1: Yes, the book title obviously is something that needs to be – in nonfiction world, it's a lot more important because um, people read books for different reasons. Okay, but Let's go back to the main mantra I have, which I've been speaking about for years. And there's, there's two reasons that people use the Internet. Number one is to have a problem solved, and number two is to be entertained. Those are the only two reasons you use the Internet. Okay, and the same thing applies for nonfiction and fiction books. In nonfiction, you typically are reading a book to have a problem solved. You're looking for a recipe. You're learning about architecture. You're learning about whatever how to read music, right? In fiction, you're reading to be entertained, right? So think about that perspective. So having uh, problem solving titles in nonfiction is a lot makes a lot more sense. Having titles in, in fiction. Um, they can be very generic and they can be very um, what's the word for it not specific okay however the cover really plays a huge part in how successful your book is now I want you to just imagine Amazon go to Amazon in your head and search for any type of genre book on Amazon or you can just go do that on Amazon and I want you to look at the little thumbnails of the book covers and that That is the first line right there that somebody has the first impression about your book. And research and studies have shown that having the right effects and the right imagery on a a book cover can change your book from selling one copy a day to 100 a day, right? It's that important to have a book cover that really mimics. Let me give you an idea. When I did my book, Business Around a Lifestyle, Volume 1, I crowd sourced the book cover probably through 20 iterations. And I went through probably 100 different images I wanted on the book cover. And I finally settled on uh, an illustration I had done of a man in a lounge chair with a laptop underneath a palm tree on a beach. And the reason I did that was this. I had figured out through crowdsourcing and talking to a lot of people that that's the universal image for success for people who don't want to work for them, you know, who, who, who want to have more freedom in their lives. And that's why I chose that image. I didn't just choose it because I thought it looked good. I didn't just choose it, choose it because it was a cheap stock art image. I actually had it custom illustrated. It was purposely put in there because that's the image I wanted people to convey in a split second. And you need to do the same thing as well. Um, there are also a lot of techniques you can put in place to make your book covers stand out and jump and look more professional. And that means a heck of a lot when you're promoting new books.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. And also, I would like to mention, and maybe you can go into more details, that uh, not all covers are extremely expensive. You can get away with uh, very decent pre-made models as well if if you can find something that is suitable to, to your book as well.
1: Yes, yeah, so it's not like it used to be where you had to hire a designer, and technical people to spend, and spend you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to do stuff. You know, the world has changed. I always like to say this. There are really wonderful designers, artists, book converters, editors, all sitting at home in their underwear without jobs, just waiting for you to come along and say, yeah, uh, we have a job for you. And they're not charging, you know, what they used to charge when they worked for big companies. They're more than willing to give you their quality of work, high quality of work for a a very inexpensive fee comparable to what you used to have to pay. So the opportunity is there for you. Just have to find – Elance is a great place to find people, 99designs. Author Marketing Club, we have an entire pre-made book cover gallery there where we make covers, and we have 15 other book cover designers who make pre-made book cover designs, you can get covers for as cheap as $30, customized with your title and author name on them. So, you can do it and your point is exactly on right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, the times have changed, and uh, now you no longer have the excuse saying that you don't have money and you can't really publish a book. Now there are various of options, and you can adjust everything according to your budget. And I think it's it's affordable for absolutely everyone. And you can start maybe with a a pre-made cover, and then later on, when you make some money with your book sales, later on upgrade the cover and change it to. something uh, more suitable or something better. So there's always a way out. And uh, the key point is just to start and to make the first steps.
1: Yes. And that's the key to success with anything, right? Um, going out there and putting your first step forward and, and making a move toward it is the difference between people who live lives that aren't, aren't, aren't happy and the people who have success, right? Right. You know the old parable of Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the hill. You know he. You know once you can push that boulder up over the hill, that's the hard part, right? Then the, the problem is is most people don't want to put the effort in to push the boulder up up the hill because it's hard. It's really hard to take those first steps. It's really hard to get past that point. And the difference between super successful people, successful authors and people who live the lives that they want are the ones who put their head down and make it happen. You know, it's not about – there's a lot of people out there who think that it's all about getting lucky, and it's not. One in a million people get lucky. The rest of us, we all have to work. We have to try. We have to make huge efforts to get where we want. I have been building a career as an a author, as an entrepreneur for over 18 years on the Internet. And it's taken me 18 years to get there. You know, 18 years of overnight overnight success, right? It, it takes time. It takes time to put things out there. You may write 20 books before one of them just hits uh, big. You may write one book and get lucky. But if you don't keep trying, if you don't keep putting it out there, then you're never going to have the chance. And then what happens is you get what everybody else gives you. I have a quote I always say uh Doers get what they want and everyone, everyone else gets what they get. So if you're okay with just getting what you get from everybody, from your bosses, from your career, if you're okay with them deciding how much money you make and how your life runs, then fine. That's no problem. Some people are okay with that. But if you want to get what you want, you need to be a doer.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, as, as they say, uh, more you work, like here, you get. And also, as you mentioned, you may write 20 books, and then the 20th hits uh, and gets uh, success. But then the other 19 will follow eventually. So it's not like you've lost time writing the other books as well. So there's always, I mean, nothing is lost. Whatever you do, it's either a learning curve, or it's a content which later on will be successful, along with the one which succeeded, right?
1: Get to work. That's the message. Ship right. You want to ship. You want to get out there. Right. You know, if you create a product or a service of any kind, if you can't put it in a box, this is the metaphor. If you can't put it in a box and ship it out and get it to someone, and, and you know, then you're never going to have anything. And and that's the hard part is getting it getting it ready, and then of course you get the, the marketing of it after.
0: Okay. And what about, uh, I think that many people have this issue and would like to uh, their book or themselves as an author to get noticed. So they, they ha- try hard on social media, they go to different meetups, they spend time uh, trying to engage their readers, etc. Do you have any tips about those, how to get noticed?
1: Well, obviously, one of the best things you can do is find where your audience is if you write uh, books about vampires then you want to find audiences of people who are interested in that topic you know go to Facebook and find groups where people will discuss vampires find blogs and websites where people will talk about vampires you know work those channels find where your audience is and then target those on target those people um, Facebook advertisements are a great way to do that because you can target down to a level of interest. You can say, I want to run an ad for my vampire book to people who have, are interested in these vampire groups and these vam- these other vampire books. And so it's targeted. And that's the best thing that you can do is is going out there and trying to find people who are interested. The worst thing you can do is just try to market your book to everyone who's not interested in it. If people aren't interested in that topic, you're wasting your time and your money and your efforts to go out there and put a book in front of them.
0: Yeah. And maybe when you find your target audience where they are, for example, if you get to that Facebook group, maybe uh, you should spend some time to create relationships before you start pushing your book to them.
1: Well, that's point two, right? So one of the biggest mistakes I see most new authors make is they go out and start spamming facebook groups and hey buy my book here's my book it it doesn't work like that you know again it you you want it to work like that and i get why you do i'd love it to work like that as well but it just doesn't here's the analogy i always choose to talk about when with social media and selling if you got invited to a world cup party and you're at the world cup finals party and all you did was walk around to the party and go up to everyone you met the first time and say, hey, have you heard about my book? You should buy my book. Here's a link to my book. They would never invite you to that party ever again because you'd be the person at the party who was just trying to sell stuff. And it was just trying to annoy people. Now, take that analogy and imagine if you did that inside a Facebook group. The same exact thing is going to happen. They're going to ban you out of the group and they're going um, to say, go away. We don't want people who are here just, just to try to promote their books. So I understand why people want to do that because it's easy, but the long uh, of it is, as you mentioned, is it's about building relationships with people. Uh, find people who write blogs on your topic and, and start commenting on their blogs and send them email and, and link to their blogs and, and, connect with them on social
0: media and build relationships with people. Yeah, so it's a a long-term process. I mean, if if someone is waiting to get results just in one day or or one week, it doesn't work like that. It takes time and building relationship is something which doesn't happen overnight, I guess. So uh, also I came across recently um, the service you provide in digital book launch. Yes. Uh, Could you just briefly explain what it is and how could authors benefit from it?
1: Well, we do have a digitalbooklaunch.com. We have a um, custom book cover designs we can do if you don't want to do the pre-made, if you're looking for something a little bit more custom. We do have book conversion packages. So um, if you want to go out, well, you're going to need to. When your book is ready, you're going to want to get it converted so that it can be uploaded to Kindle. To Barnes and Noble and Smashwords. You're going to want to, if you're going to have a print version of your book made, print on demand, you're going to need to have that formatted. These are, again, these are all things you can do on your own. You can learn how to convert a book to Kindle. There are, there are 200 free articles on the Internet, 2,000, that you can go and learn how to do it. The question is, do you, want, do you have the time? Do you have a full-time job? And you say, well, I just don't have the time. Maybe I can pay somebody to just handle some of these things for me. So that's what Digital Book Launch does.
0: Okay, so it it saves time and it it uh, you know takes out the big hassle from from author's shoulder and it's the easier way to outsource all in one place the cover and the conversion and everything yes. that is needed to be done. Okay, good. So um, the last question I would like to ask you. Let's imagine. Um, Well, let's take my example, okay. Uh, You have an author who who has few books, uh, who is selling quite moderate, uh, who is writing in foreign language, living far away in Armenia, uh, and the audience is not very big. Uh, How to um, continue? What to do next?
1: The same rules apply for you as for everybody, you know put your book in as many channels as possible, build your email list. Um, I just did something really neat this morning. There was a website called book track where you can go and upload parts of your book and add sound and music to your book. And I've had friends like my friend, Jay Thorne who writes, he's a top five horror writer on Amazon. He just uploaded one of his books there with uh, some sound built to it. And he's already getting thousands of new readers. So there's plenty of different websites and opportunities for you to put your book out there and learn how to get new readers. You, have, you, of course, have the Kindle Select free days and the countdown deals. I guess my advice for people is you have to find what works, and that means trying a lot of different things. I wish that there was a magic button place I could tell you. Go to this website, upload your book, hit that, and you're done, and you'll be successful, but it doesn't exist. So it's about going out there and reaching out to people in your target audience, your readers. It's about trying new things. It's about going out there and finding new opportunities that exist and putting your book out there. Um, um, What's the name of the website for YA authors? Wattpad. Wattpad is a great place if you write uh, YA books and to go out there and to get new readers. But again, you can't just throw your book up and walk away. You have to interact with people.
0: Absolutely. Okay, well, Jim, thank you so much for taking the time and talking to uh, our listeners. And I'm absolutely sure that uh, we had a lots of useful information and tips. And uh, there is a lot to think about and uh, act accordingly. So thank you very much. Um, We really enjoyed listening to you. It was a great pleasure. And um, I hope that things will work um very well with your upcoming project as well
1: thank you very much and the last thing i want to mention is if any of your listeners are anywhere near cleveland ohio i know you're not um i'm doing an event for authors a one-day event called AuthorMarketingLive.com in september it's about 60 days away at the time of this recording and we'd love to have you come out uh, for a full day of learning about how to write books and how to market books
0: Okay, great. I I will put um, all the relevant links in in the show notes. So they will know I'm I'm sure you have a website, a web page for that event, right?
1: Yeah, authormarketinglive.com.
0: Okay, so I'll put that there as well. So, whoever is interested as a reference, they can get the link and following it, uh, get more details. And uh, I'm sure it will be a blast. And, um, you know, if I could, I would definitely be there too. Well, that was it for today. And I really hope that you enjoyed the interview. Before I leave, just a small reminder that you can check out the closed Facebook group of right to be Read listeners. And it's at www.facebook.com slash groups slash to be read. Hopefully, I'll meet you there and we can have direct dialogues together. I wish you success with writing, marketing and selling your books. See you in the next episode.